1: And you're listening to Andrea Gilligan with you here with uh, Lunchtime Live on Newstalk until two o'clock this Monday afternoon. Of course, every Monday here on the programme, we have our consumer corner and the presenter of the home show, Sinead Ryan, is with us in studio. Hi, Andrea. How, How are, are you? I'm not bad. Um, We're talking about mortgages today mm. and we might start maybe with the changing landscape at the moment. What's the situation for KBC customers?
0: So KBC customers are in the somewhat enviable position in that they they have been sold, if you like, lock, stock and barrel to Bank of Ireland. So Bank of Ireland are taking over current accounts, deposit accounts and mortgages. Uh, so a lot of KBC customers will feel possibly, that's great. That means I don't have to do anything. I'll just right. get a new bank card. I'll get a new bank account number and and jobs also. And, and for a lot of them, that will be the case. However, for about 40,000 homeowners, their move to Bank of Ireland actually might... They, they just might have to think twice about what's happening. Now, if they're moving, the good news is and the reassuring mm. news is, if you're on a fixed rate with KBC currently and you move to Bank of Ireland, irrespective of anything, they must maintain that contract for you until So whatever
1: your KBC Doesn't deal matter. was, you'll get the same deal. You'll get the
0: same deal uh, until that three year fixed rate or five year fixed rate or whatever it was is up. For variable rate customers, they're going to move off KBC's nice low variable rates, which start about 3.05% and they're going to move on to Bank of Ireland's not so nice variable rates. Uh, and they might be in for a bit of a shock then because the variable Bank of Ireland can, they haven't said they will, but they can change variable rates, of course, anytime they like and that'll affect all customers. And then for any of those KBCs coming off contract, whether it's this year or next year, mm. they're going to be pushed back into the variable rate market as well so I'm not saying don't like I'm not saying panic or rush to do anything but just be conscious and aware right. that your mortgage will change you know just you, you know you might you might think there's nothing's going to happen but it will What about Ulster Bank customers are they in the same Well I wish I knew um, I'm one of them so right. <laughs> it would be great to know what Ulster Bank's plans are. At the moment, they've done it all. So they've kind of said, everybody has to be out of here in six months. All right. So, they're so going to, where they've are they written to everybody already once. They're going to send another letter in January to say, you know, get yourself going. Um, they, will, they are looking at and exploring partners it, it, to sell their mortgage book to. OK, but we're not clear where that will go. It could be split up. Um, it could be the performing stuff, the nice, happy stuff goes to one bank and then the non-performing, the unhappy stuff goes somewhere else. We're not quite sure. Now, that said, it's a ripe opportunity for anybody of any bank who is a customer mm. to look at switching. And in fact, I would recommend people look at switching every few years, regardless, you know, of of, of who they're with. Yeah, well, I know myself for a lot of the deals
1: now when you draw down your mortgage, you're probably on a fixed rate for about five years.
0: Yeah, seven in ten mortgages are fixed rate mortgages. Uh, And and therefore, it gives you that certainty of outgoing. You know how much money you're going to be spending each year um, and and it gives you that security. But every fixed rate contract comes to an end and that's usually the Mm. catalyst to go and look elsewhere. Where are the good, like, what are the good deals? Are there good deals at the minute? There are. Uh, banks want to lend. They can't make money unless they lend it out. So um, they are absolutely anxious to do so. The central bank um, has given them a tiny little bit of a boost in recent uh, days because it has told banks, you know, that the maximum you can borrow is, say, 90% mm. of the loan or 80% of your second time buyer or switcher. Uh, they they have exceptions to that in, in certain circumstances for what you'd call somebody with good prospects. Uh, and they used really weren't using a lot of those up because they were coming to your end, and then the money wasn't being drawn down. So the central bank have said now you can carry some of that forward to the next year. So it's going to be a little bit more of people who will qualify for exceptions in that way. Uh, the good news is the banks are all vying with each other. It's a very vibrant market despite mm. KBC leaving and Ulster Bank leaving. Well,
1: it's the start of the year, isn't it? It's it the is. first
0: quarter. You get the exemption or the it, end of it. Well, no, they can eke it out over twelve months. It depends on the bank how they want to do it. So they might just do a percentage every every month or so as they come along. But for anybody looking at switching, there is another sub market right out there in non-bank lenders. So sometimes we only think of AIB and Bank of Ireland and Permanent TSB, but in fact there are three very um busy non bank lenders and they are Finance Ireland, Avant Money and Ireland the ICS. Sponsor. Yeah. So they don't have the hassle and expense of running a branch network and banks. They, so they're they, just focused on your mortgage. Do is focus on mortgages right. and give out loans for mortgage. So I'm not saying they're better or worse but they absolutely should be taken into consideration mm. when you're looking for your mortgage.
1: Just on, on text on this Sinead because I mentioned you were coming on to talk about mortgages. Actually it's 53106 Um, if you've a text here for Sinead today. This listener is wondering about do you have to pay to get out of your fixed rate? We're currently thinking of breaking mm. ours. We only have it for a year and three months. Will we have to pay a penalty?
0: You might. So this. Is called the early repayment charge, the ERC. And if you're on a fixed rate contract, the bank has kind of factored in how much it's expecting to get from you. And it doesn't want you leaving during that contract because it's not going to get it. So sometimes they will charge it and sometimes they will they won't. And it really depends on how their book looks at the moment. So I would say to somebody don't be afraid to ask them. Mm. So if you're if you're thinking of moving and securing a better deal elsewhere, ring up your bank and say, what would the early repayment charge be, the penalty, if I if I left now? Is there a rough problem of what it usually is. Yeah, it could. It's usually done by months of interest so there's a very complicated formula that they use on it. You'll find it on the website but good luck trying to work it out. But it could be up to six months interest, Andrea. So it mightn't be worth your while. Yeah, especially if you're early into it. Exactly. The earlier you're into it, the, the higher it'll be. Now, I would say to people, just question why you're leaving it. I mean, are you on a particularly high rate you know, go onto a website like bonkers.ie or, or you know, the CCPC, the Consumer Protection People, because that'll give you a comparative rate. So, so don't do it unless you're sure you're getting a bargain on it.
1: Now, the other thing is, if you got your mortgage in the last year, and you went for one of these deals that you get, you know, a certain amount back on drawdown with the mm. bank or you went mm. with the mortgage saver account to save the deposit and you got money mm. back. Well, if you do that early repayment, will well you have to pay back on that too? It
0: depends on the bank's contract. For the first, when they started offering these deals, these cashback deals and not all the banks do them. Um, They kind of didn't really expect anybody to do that. So they didn't get any into the contract and clever people were then switching every year and hoovering up the extra right, money. Yeah. But a lot of them have now said, well, you know, they'll clawed back if if you break So if you got two early. or
1: three grand on drawdown yeah, and you're looking for
0: early yeah, repayment to get of course, out of it because they're going to, to they're going to lose their money and banks don't like doing that
1: This listener says um, I'm self-employed I've no three year years books due to COVID how can I switch I have a big lump sum I could pay off though about a quarter of the total 11 years west, left any advice?
0: Yeah okay so self-employed people need to give in your three year sets of accounts if they're going to buy a new mortgage which is what you're doing when you're switching so because he's because of COVID obviously his business was affected and he can't do that so that's That is going to limit him somewhat because banks are suspicious still of people whose business went down during COVID. So it may not be possible to switch yet. However, um, you you seem to have a good loan to value there. Uh, And certainly if you have the capacity to pay down your mortgage, you would have a a more kind of attractive loan to value. I would caution against it because mortgage debt is good debt. It's free because inflation is running at 4.5% and mortgages interest is 2%. So in fact, your mortgage is free. So, paying it down makes no sense at all. You'd be better off if you have any other debt, like credit cards, overdrafts, bank loans, anything like that. Clear that. And you're in a much Mm. more attractive position then for a bank. Uh, I would say to that listener, self employed people are in a slightly different scenario. Go to a mortgage broker, a specialised mortgage broker. You won't pay much for it, maybe 500 quid or less. Uh, And they will shop around with these non bank lenders who are all via brokers. You can't just go into a branch. and they'll find you a deal.
1: Just There's a lot of messages coming in here on people with the tracker mortgage or KBC, mm. uh, this texter, and there's a lot of these. What should I do? I'm on the tracker nothing, with Ulster.
0: Nothing, 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 right, <laughs> nothing. Right, you've heard it there. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a tracker mortgage of any kind, hang you on do to <laughs> it with your bare fingernails and do not move. The bank will have to move you somewhere and they will have to honour the tracker. You know, and and banks hate tracker mortgages. Do nothing. <laughs> yeah, simple as that.
1: Do you know? There's a lot coming in as well on mortgage protection insurance, Sinead. Yeah. We're just out of time, but we might look at that another day. Actually. Yeah.
0: Big issue. Big issue. People get overcharged on this yeah. all the time. And my top tip: please, please, please don't buy your mortgage insurance from your bank. But we will cover it again in a in a okay. future. Okay. All right, Sinead
1: <laughs> Ryan, uh, presenter of the Home Show here on News Talk. Uh, thanks a million for joining us for this week's Consumer Corner, Sinead. We'll be back this time next week.